3: Hello, Three Questions listeners. Uh, it's time for another episode of the Three Questions with Andy Richter, and I am very thrilled to have with me Rhea Butcher.
1: What's up, Andy? How, How are, are you? you, Rhea? I'm good. It's great to be here. Thanks it's, I'm for I'm so me. happy to have you. I, I, I trolled you to get on the podcast. You did. But it was did. like, a, I mean, it was a soft hearted. Open troll, but I also realized, like, it maybe didn't look that way No, on the it, it, <laughs> I, I,
3: I, First of all, uh, I'm very hard to offend. Cool. That's especially great. with someone that I love, and yeah, I love you. I love you too, uh, Andy. And, um, and you were already on a list. I appreciate anyway, that. Anyway, you know, they I when I started this thing, they were like, <sighs> who do you want to talk to? And, <laughs> and so far, it's been great because I've really only talked to people that I want to talk to. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, that's a I'm great sure that, starting place. Yeah, if it goes on, I'm going to start to get to those you people know, but you I mean, don't want to talk to. Well, not don't want to talk to, <laughs> but just some, perhaps a little less enthused. Sure, about yeah. talking to. And then
1: maybe that leads to the people you don't want to talk to. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, then you are like, will wow. Be. I had a great time talking to those people. I have.
3: Uh, that's true. I <laughs> could. Know? Do, yeah. I
1: could. Yeah. But it's a. It's a journey. It's not. You Although, can't cut around it.
3: From like my that. experience of being on a talk show, sure. The people that I mean, because there are people that were like, oh, that guy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, and uh, and very rarely, oh, that's not. That's not entirely true. Sometimes it's like you know that was pretty good, yeah, you know. But right. usually it's like. Oh yeah, that dry turd was a dry yeah. turd. Yeah, Ooh, you well. can't
1: really moisten a dry turd. <laughs> no, I you mean,
3: you, well, you can. You can. Yeah, it's still a turd. It's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's still a turd. It's hard. <laughs> it's a turd. It's a more palatable turd at that. point. Maybe I mean, depending Maybe. on your
1: tastes and depending on your saliva.
3: <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> well, you are a Midwesterner.
1: I am. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too.
3: And I have talked a lot on this podcast about. Just midwestern ethos and how sure. it carries through your life, and that's,
1: I mean that's interesting. Yeah, how do you? Do, it's it's funny to hear it. To like the way it's it's hitting me today is like I'm realizing that I don't know that I that I had a midwestern ethos that was presented necessarily, but it's like one that you grow up within, you know, and it's constantly changing. Yes. And I think what's wild is there's a Midwestern ethos and then each tiny microcosm of region, plus then family, plus then individual, every single one is slightly different. Yes, exactly. Because I'm from Akron, Ohio. Uh Every, I mean, anybody listening to this because I'm on the show knows it. One time, somebody's like, "When are you going to shut up about being from?" I was like, <laughs> "Never, yeah, yeah." Because I'm never not going to be from there, right? Exactly. And so like, you get to just not listen, yeah, or yeah. not care. You know, like I, it's not.
3: When I was in college, I took a, and it was, it was, it was my freshman year, and I took a junior uh, anthropology class. It was mm-hmm. like a study of of human celebrations, basically. Sure, that's cool. And uh, yeah, except for the professor, I I was in over my head as Uh a freshman in this. There were a lot of like grad students even in the class. And there was one point where I was talking about, we were talking about, you know, what, what different community gatherings say about a group of people. And I said, I was going to talk about the 4th of July because our 4th of July in oh, yeah. my town was, you know, like a Norman Rockwell thing. Sure. From sun up to sundown. And I said, well, I'm from a very small town. And the fucking professor went, yes, we know. Wow. I was like, fuck you, dude. Woof. And your two watches he you, wore a, a watch oh on God. each wrist What's well up? this this one i wear because when i swim i do my laps with this one and then this one is the one that i tell time with oh,
1: okay. you, you know, tell you know. time what I, you know what i mean but what he was do you say yeah to he, time?
3: Was, he was a very <sighs> uh, he was a very smooth uh, genius uh in champaign urbana illinois sure right you know. yeah
1: we so. all know how we end up where we end up. Yeah. Um, that's, so, but yeah, that's so dumb.
3: But the, yeah, but Fourth I, of
1: July—that's an interesting one because my my experience of Fourth of July was that that was like the one holiday that I consistently spent with my dad. Yeah. Um, and because
3: they split up at what age?
1: Uh, I was like zero.
3: Oh wow. Yeah, it was wow. the whole
1: time. Um, they, they were together for uh, three years before I was born.
3: And no uh, other kids or just you? No. Okay. Just
1: me. <laughs> just this, just me. Yeah. Just this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. So then, when I tell people I'm an only child, they're like, Ooh, "Look at you!" And I'm like, "No, no, no. This was not like. Yeah. This was. Yeah, you weren't doted. This is a different thing. You no. I mean, doted I, on you. I, I would say that I was, but not in the way that you think. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's the same thing with the Midwestern ethos. It's yeah. like we all come in with a story of what we think that thing means when you know, like that guy's telling, like we, I know this story. Yeah. It's yeah. like we haven't even heard it yet. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, I used to spend uh Fourth of July with him and like. You know, shoot. One time, it was all shooting off fireworks like hillbillies. Yes. That kind of, not Norman Rockwell, the other side of it or whatever. Uh But we had some smoke bombs and like threw one, and it caught all the pine needles on fire. And my dad and I looked at each other, and neither of us was wearing shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And then my cousin had shoes on, so he had to go put it go stomp on it. Thirteen, you know. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah, so that was my, that's like my Midwestern.
4: Yeah.
3: Us, is like blow some shit up. Yep, yep. Oh, no, that's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Somebody, uh, th- uh, there was one particular night where, because we had to go to Indiana to get fireworks or, right. or Wisconsin, I think you could get them too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a ton of them. I'd like well, my brother's Buick Century was from the hood to the trunk, just a, <laughs> like a fireworks display. Yeah. And uh, and like I came out of the house, uh, and somebody had just lit a bottle rocket and just tossed, just tossed it. it yeah, yeah, so it it missed my eye by yep. inches. Yeah, and almost
1: had a a Roman candle was on a picnic table and somebody lit it, and as it was about to shoot, it fell over at to at me. Yeah, and I had it was like 1991, so of course I had like a Jody Foster haircut, mm-hmm. and it just hit the bottom of my Jodie Foster bob
4: and just singed flew it
1: right past me, and it was like. I could just feel the hair move. And yeah, yeah. Like, that was a close one.
3: No, this one, I could feel the heat from it on my on oh, the yeah. side of my face. It's yeah, yeah, went yeah. High. But then there was such a cloud of smoke yep. hanging over. And our house w- had been a farm, but it was mm-hmm. no longer a farm. But our so our driveway was that big center area that right. a farm has. Yeah. And so we saw uh, car lights coming down the driveway and- Somebody said, like, who's that? And I said, probably the sheriff. And it was the sheriff. (laughs) It was. (laughs) You know, and like, and he, you know, and we're there, beers. We're all 16, probably. Beers, just like I said, like a fireworks store laid out. And he just got out and like, uh, imagine I don't have to tell you guys why I'm here I'm like, <laughs> no sir, you don't uh, yeah. so we just went to somebody else's house right live further off the road just moved you know? down. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah and, and de- endangered ourselves yeah but yeah that is that the midwestern thing I do think like there are to generalize I think that there's sort of a lack of pretension there's this sort of Oh, I always call it a "don't toot your own horn"ism. Sure,
1: uh, you know, which has a dark side. Oh, absolutely! Of don't ever be proud of yourself. Yes, absolutely! <laughs> don't, don't ever feel good. Don't feel good. Yeah, like you could do better. Yeah, and you're already not doing enough. Right, you know, and, it, and like so, just put your head down and like yeah. power through it. And if like, you
3: are doing good, why do you have to own it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why like, do you have to own it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, a, like people are always like people are so nice in the Midwest, and I'm like. Are like, they no, they no, no. are. Yeah. They, that's not to say that they are not. It's just that the the, the there, there is a bit of like um it's like getting out ahead of you hurting me. Yeah. So I'm going to do this nice thing and I'm going to expect that you A give me something back and also B I know you're not mm-hmm. so I'm mad that I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also mad that I'm treating you nicely, which is a little Canadian. Yes, you know? it is. It is. <laughs> it's a touch there's a, oh, I, I, there's a lot Scott of Scott Thompson.
3: You know? I just talked to him, and we. There's a lot of overlap. Oh, yeah. In you know, right. when I first went to Canada as an adult, I went a bunch as a kid, and I, you know, I didn't sure, know anything, no idea. But when I went as an adult, I was like, oh my god, this is just Wisconsin. Yeah, there's so it's mad. an entire I mean, yeah. country of Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. And I found that to be. In New Zealand, too. Oh, I worked yeah. in New Zealand for a few months and it felt very Wisconsin y. Sure. It was, everyone was very sturdy and beer drinkers yeah. <laughs> and into football, but it yeah. a different kind of football. Different and kind of football. Fleece wearing, you know? Right. Yeah. Like I went to. Different kind of fleece. Yeah. <laughs> well, that and, but I yeah but also. also yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Sure. Uh, but I went to the uh, Auckland Derby, which is derby. That's yeah. just how they say it, which right. is like. Auckland's elite. Yeah. And Auckland's elite it looked like Milwaukee's elite. Like I was expecting Sure. you know, like glamour and it was no, no. it was just like it Milwaukee. was like rich thick people. Yeah. You know, and right. I was like, I oh, man, I love it here. Yeah. And they have they, <laughs> they have, have a phrase down there that I think is the best for don't toot your own horn called tall poppy syndrome. Have you ever heard of that? No. That in your garden just for a, pl- for a pleasing effect. You want all your poppies to be the same height. Mm. So if one grows <laughs> too tall, you sure. cut its head off.
1: Yeah, right. And that's
3: like – and they say that that's a very Australian, very Kiwi
4: thing.
1: Yeah. Like, it makes it, a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean the thing is like it's that fine line between – because uh, I'm just th- even thinking, like, you just said, don't toot your own horn. I'm like, well, then why do you have a horn? <laughs> you know, like, literally, why do I have a horn if I'm not allowed to
3: toot it? Because I own a TGI Fridays yeah. and I hang it on the wall. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. So, like, there's there's a point where the horn is needed, yeah. you know? And, like, you get to toot the freaking horn. Yeah. And also, like, yeah, don't grow too high as a poppy. Because, like, being the same height as everybody also has a value when that is what is needed you know like to to work among people and not be like this is about me you know like to know those moments but then to also accept like oh, this is about me. Yeah. You know, like yeah, whether yeah. it's good or bad to yeah. be able to be in that moment and be like, oh, I need to put my horn down. Yeah. And I'm going to listen to the saxophone. Yeah. You know, or like, do you need my horn? Yeah. You know, it's all of that stuff. It's not just the one thing. And that's, I think the Midwestern ethos, when it's, when it had a negative effect on me, I'll say to my personal experience was, it's only this one thing and it's always this one thing and it can never be something else. Yeah. Which is like a lot of sh- shit and not yeah. just the midwestern oh, a lot of it's judgmental
3: like, shitty absolutely. shit yeah. yeah like you
1: better fit through this tiny tiny window Yeah, you know and like i can't nobody yeah. can so i'm gonna walk through the door
3: yeah <laughs> i remember know? my mom one time listening to uh we were li- that uh john cougar melon camp i was born in a small, oh, town. Yeah. And some, in a small town yeah that <laughs> thing and uh which is easy when you're John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, yeah, you know, of course. John Cougar, John Mellencamp. Yeah, yeah, because he's Mellencamp. from he's from where my dad taught in, and still lives in Indiana. And he's he, he does not have the normal small town experience. Yeah. But he said in the line, my mom, he said, and I think it was the first time she heard the song, he said something about people in a small town let you be who you want to be. And she yeah. just said, bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. fucking way is right. that true. Yeah. Like, no, they want you to be who they want you to yeah. be. Yeah, right. Yeah. And
1: you, yeah. That's and you can't. And that's I don't even, I, That's you saying that I've like I don't know that I've ever heard that line. Yeah, again. probably for like self preservation. No to shit. Not, like have it's, my brain yeah. explode when I listen to it. Well, I but, do, Like oh. I mean, Akron is like it's wild because I know when I say like oh yeah, it's a small town. At the same time, it's not because it's someone else's big city. Yeah. The last time I was there was so like it was it was one of the first times that I went back and just like genuinely. And some of it is me, and some of it is the place. It's a little bit of both, you know. Um, I went back and was like, "Oh wow, this is cool." Yeah. Because I like could not wait to get out of there. Like I yeah. talk about how much I love that place because it's because I don't live there anymore. Yeah. And I don't hate it. It's just like that. I, I it's my relationship to my experience. Right. Period doesn't matter that it's that place. It's like coming to love parts of yourself or whatever. And like when w- the generation that I happen to be of, and also just gen- just me. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how to. Survive. I don't know how to get by. I don't know how to be a success. I don't know how to do the things I think I want to do in this place. Like when I got out of college, the only job I could get was as a barista in a Seattle's Best Inside of a Border's Books and Music. And I, I, it was a great job. I'm not shitting on it. But I was just like, I'm going to work retail for the rest of my life because I – also didn't know what to do. It wasn't, I thought it was the town, but it was also me. I didn't know what to do. And like, I had to get out to learn what that was. And uh, then when I went back, I was hosting a a film festival that a friend had put on. It was really fun. It was all like little five minute shorts that people made about Akron. I just did that in air quotes. You could probably hear it, but you can't see it. Um, And each one was like, they were so the interpretations of that were so wonderful to see. And just to see all that was really cool. Um, and as I was, I was like waiting for it to start. And someone that I didn't have as a professor, but knew, knew generally, and we're kind of like pals through the internet. And when I, when I go back, I run into him sometimes. He like was coming in. He was like, "God, there is just so much going on." I feel I like. Can't even do all the things. Like he'd just been in Cleveland, did an art opening, and then there's this thing and this thing. And there's just stuff happening all the time that's generally cultural in Akron and Cleveland because they're very close to each other, uh, but distinctly very different places. And I was like, wow, that's that's really cool. I'm glad that that's happening. And he's like, yeah, there's just all these kids moving in from like Amish country and rural areas because they see all this opportunity. And I was like, wow. 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 Like I – you know, there, it, there's many interpretations of that, but it's like I couldn't see that, and there weren't those same yeah. opportunities. It's 10, 15 years later. It's a different place yeah. than it was when I was there. But thank God, you know? And yeah. like it is – that place is someone else's big city yeah. with a bunch of opportunity yeah. and an affordable one that you-, you could come from rural Pennsylvania and have – I don't know a thousand dollars in your pocket and yeah. like make something of yourself and then stay there or move
3: on or right. whatever and have a creative life and
1: have a creative life. Yeah, that's something that has always been in Akron. It's just like whether it's being uh, whether it's getting the sunlight and air that it needs yeah. and, and miracle grow or whatever. Yeah, and that's the thing about Akron that that runs through is like you can actually have a creative life there. Yeah, it's just that you can't be famous right. for it. But also we have the internet now, so you kind of can. Yeah, you can, absolutely. Like one of my favorite authors lives there, his name's uh, David Giffels, and he wrote a book called... Uh the hard way on purpose, uh-huh. and that is the Midwestern ethos that I grew up with. Because there's many. That's a kaleidoscope of a phrase. Yeah. And yeah. like his book, it's a bunch of essays. He has a couple other books that are also fantastic. And I feel like I'm reading a mirror when I, uh-huh. e- even though we're different people. Yeah. Um. Like I see so many similarities in them in his experience. But like in that one in particular, I was like, oh my! god, Like because we grew up in the same place, and I read these. I'm like, I know what he's where he's talking about, yeah. but. People in Akron specifically, and I'm sure in other places, this is also the case. But this is where I grew up. We do things the hard way on purpose. Uh huh. Whether that's good or bad, yeah. sometimes it's great, sometimes it's awful. And, you what, know, and
3: what's the? What do you think the motivation behind that? Since it is sort of like, if it's a collective urge. Sure. Where do you think that comes from?
1: I mean, I think that it comes from. I, I think that it's, and some of this is, is probably borrowing from David, but like. The, the That town, it existed, it had canals, and then those canals broke down, and then during like the Industrial Revolution all those things, the, the vulcanization of rubber was invented there. Yeah. So not rubber, but like what kept – what bound the ions or atoms or molecules or whatever uh, to keep rubber together mm-hmm. because before that, rubber was just a hard substance that you put on tires or that you made tires out of, and it would fall apart, yeah. and it made – everything disgusting also. Yeah. <laughs> it, everything was black. There was soot from yeah. the tires. And so whoever, F.A. Cyberling or whoever he hired, whatever woman he hired to figure out, like, it, I don't know that that's the case, but right, we right. don't know that does isn't.
3: It sounds good. Yeah,
1: yeah, it sounds good. Person of color, woman, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever, that it actually invented it. Um, it then bound, they were bound together and you could make tires that were inflatable and then that you still had to replace them, but they weren't like falling apart. You could put a
3: tread into them. Yeah. You could put a
1: tread into it and then steel belted radials and all that stuff. But when that came up, then Akron became the rubber capital of the world. Yeah, And I, in, in being so immersed in that city, have been like, yeah, it's the rubber city. And never thought about the fact that I'm literally going like it's condom town. It's just, (laughs) I never thought about it. But, uh, so, Then all these rubber companies sprung up there and it became that. And then everything in the city was around that industry. So like to the extent that if you were a lawyer, you were a lawyer for one of the companies, like literally everything. And then so there were a lot of mechanic shops and Trucking companies were there. And like, that's what my grandfather moved from West, on my dad's side, moved from West Virginia to Akron to work, you know, in the same way that I moved from Akron somewhere else to work work. with five bucks in my pocket, which was more because it wasn't 1940. But uh, my whole long point is that that is the reason why I think that. Um, the hard way on purpose is like all of that. It was a it's hard work making tires. Yeah, hard work. And then in the seventies, that industry just literally left. It just up and moved. Yeah, uh, to cheaper pastures overseas. You know? mostly. Overseas, but also just other parts of the country. Yeah. Like, I think they're headquartered in like Nashville partially now, but like, yeah, overseas Um, in the 70s, not NAFTA, Uh because I grew up hearing NAFTA was the problem, but it had already started in the 70s. And so then everything was hard. Yeah. Because you take that industry out that everything is built on. What do you do? Yeah. And so then it's really hard. Well, I'm going to do it harder. Because I might as well. I'm yeah. going to do it harder than you're telling me it has to be because I am I need to learn something. Yeah. You know, but it, it truly is like hard work. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it, and it's called, it's the rust belt. So yeah. what's harder than something that's rusty? Yeah. Trying to get that moving again. Yeah. I mean, I really think that's what it is. It's the hard way on purpose because if I don't do it hard, it's not going to break free.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's just well, not going to do it. Yeah. And I also think. I also think there is an air of superiority in the Midwest because – we're there, we're not going anywhere, mostly. Yeah, you know, right. that's that's kind of like, that's that's part of It's like, yeah, go to New York, go to L.A. Why would you do that? Mm. You know, all those people and all that fall are all yeah. just stay here.
1: I've got everything I need, yeah. but it ain't good enough for you. Yeah,
3: and that's all judgment. That's sure. all judgment. That's all chip Which on is your all shoulder. all based in fear. Yeah, it's of all like, based well, in fear. If I
1: do that, it's not going to work out, so yeah. I'm going to make it not work out for you.
3: Yeah, well, and, you know, the second city yeah. is that's, that becomes a a you know something you wear with pride when it was right. met, it's an insult you yeah. know it's like an insult it's like this is the second city and it wasn't just that it was a second city i don't think I think it was originally because of New the, York. Well, but it was now because it's of like, the fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, right, right. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that thing. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. It was because yeah. they, they rebuilt it, the so it's the thing. second version of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Well never mind. But also um, but, but it that yeah, becomes that's the It's
1: the eye of the beholder. So yeah, many yeah. I, I mean, I had that interpretation of it too. doesn't yeah. mean that interpretation that you were saying doesn't exist. Yeah.
3: That's what I always thought it was. Right. But now when you say the fire, like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because – But isn't
1: it wild how distance from things makes them fall away? Sure. And then the new interpret, and then you're like – well, because – okay, I have a great example. The term redneck is not actually – it originally just for like racist white people or Southern white people or whatever interpretation it is today, which is also the true, I'm not saying it's not that yeah, because that's what the way people use it. Right. Yeah. Um, The word,
3: the word's meaning changes and that does, it doesn't make it incorrect. But it originally was a,
1: was a nickname and a name potentially a slur towards, but also just the name of, um, striking coal miners in, uh, in Kentucky and in West Virginia because they wore red neckerchiefs around their necks when they were striking. Oh, wow. For labor rights. Wow. <laughs> so that's what it, where it comes from.
4: Yeah, yeah. And
1: what's See, what's interesting I
3: thought is it was because you were a farm the, laborer and yeah, you get exactly. a sunburn on right. your neck. Yeah. Which yeah. also makes sense. Yeah. But
1: the original the, – the, the etymology of it is that. And that yeah. actually isn't only because – we just have an interpretation of coal miners being white. Yeah, and it actually was a very racially diverse job when coal mining was at its like biggest peak. Yeah, we just don't have that history because why would we? Right, because then it would remove uh, a story in a narrative that yeah. w- that works. For both sides, right, right. Well, and also <laughs> you know? too,
3: it's like okay, that's the that's the origination of the word, but that's not how you learn it. That's not what it means. That's not what we all mean when we're talking about. So the origin, the origination is like it's a curiosity, sure. but it's not you know.
1: But to, but now you know it.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's so your, no, I, I like know, a, I know. You know oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 What I
1: mean is now that it's still alive. Yes. And so that doesn't mean I'm not going to like hear that word and go, it. Well, it means that. I go. Okay, both of these things they coexist, just yeah. like. A black and a white coal miner. Yeah. So now I think of that when I think of those things, and that lives on. Yeah. And so what am I going to do with that? Right. Not anything big. I'm right. just going to hold it inside and remember that and yeah. think
3: about it. Well, and also, I mean, it. Nothing know,
1: is concrete. You're not. It's, you're not
3: the kind of person that would be using, uh, pejorative. Anyway, really, you know sure. about working people. So you yeah. know, it's like you're not really, you know, giving up much. <laughs> you well, know. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean, I mean, like. Like the, the notion that 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 the the phrase redneck. Oh, I should say I should speak for me personally. Sure. Like I, w- I wouldn't use that. I wouldn't say like oh those fucking rednecks. Oh yeah. Of you know course. what I mean. So right. so the fact that it is from something that's kind of but that's you know but what it means is those fucking rednecks. You know what I mean. Sometimes like and then to sometimes most, they're like no I'm a, I'm a
1: redneck and what and does they that love mean? Love that.
3: Yeah yeah. But they it doesn't love that always
1: notion. mean something bad. I guess. Yeah. It, it, well, it depends I, on what I, side of it you're on. Yeah, and you yeah. don't always know what somebody's side is when yeah. they simply say that. And, yeah. like, what I'm saying is it's all a lot of story. Yeah. And, like, all those stories exist. I'm not defending behavior. I'm actually saying, like— Oh, I know that. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I want to say it for the people oh, who are okay, listening. Okay. I know you know that. Yeah, but, yeah. like, everything is open to interpretation. Yeah. Luckily, my tone of voice is happening in this thing. Yes. But sometimes when things are typed out, it's no, like, wow, I, that yeah. doesn't sound like what I meant at all.
4: Absolutely. But—
1: uh. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I don't have a concrete explanation for what I'm getting at, and that's the point. Yeah, is that like these things that we think are are true to us because we think them, but it's not the truth. Mm-hmm. It's not the absolute truth. The of anything. only truth, yeah. right? Like I, 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 ha- and I've been saying this. This is nothing new. I mean, I like used to. It, I guess this is what it gets to. Is like there was a big part of me that um, disregarded this. Like that, I'm from. Like my family is from Appalachia. Like I'm not from there. I don't claim to be from Westford. I went one time. Mm-hmm. I'm also not like some city slicker. That's like, Ew, like I was raised by people from there mm-hmm. who weren't living there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But that is there in my life. Yeah. Like there were dirt floors yeah. in my life, and that was something that as a child I wasn't going like, oh, what's wrong with it? I like. That was part of my life. Mm -hmm. And like, You had
3: relatives within your lifetime that had dirt floors. Yes. Wow.
1: I had relatives within my lifetime that did not have indoor plumbing. Wow. And like had gold teeth and shit like that. Wow. And so then the, the, you know, the people that weren't around that were older than them existed within that. You know, so it's like, it's a constant. And I was in between these two worlds being this child of divorce in that way. Yeah. And so like there was, I I was perceived by some people as having a silver spoon. And then it's like. Is that true? Yes, kind of. But also, if you really look at, like, not at all. Right. But also, it's true for some people. So, my whole thing is, like, yes, I have... This part of me that's like a hillbilly, like I eat, hillbillies are not people who eat trash, but me as a hillbilly eats trash. You know, like I love Mountain Dew. Yeah. I grew up drinking it. It's like when I see that, it it brings something up in me that feels good. Yeah. And that's like garbage. Like I know I shouldn't drink it. It's poison. Yeah. It's bad for you. Yeah. But I also don't judge people that drink it because I too drink it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just – I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this I other than I, it's like just loving all of it, loving yeah. the good parts. Right. It's like
3: find the good parts. There was – I i think too that you—that your brain does something like that because, you know, my last name is German. Yes. And we did not celebrate the German part of it. Sure. In fact, even like my dad – who now? As I get older, and I see my when I, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time looking at myself. I don't enjoy it, you, you know, like on video, look, oh, yeah. video, or you know, like like seeing pictures of myself, and I'll be like, oh, you know, like that's sure. what I look like. I walk, I, you know, I just think it's a, you know, I, I, I I'm believe me, I'm, it's not like I think it's like some. Terrible thing that I need to change. I think it's a pretty garden variety sure. foible, you know. But I've
1: learned that a lot of it well, you've gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. inner child stuff is like Yeah, I mean, me too. I look at that and I'm like, oh God, but like you have to, you don't have to. Finding love for that child that still exists inside of yourself is like a really important thing.
3: I don't, it's a very, well, for me, it's a very surface thing. It's a very surface thing because I do, I love myself plenty. You know what I mean? And I have, and that's taken a lot of work and I've put a lot of work into that. But. I do, but the, the uh, to get back to yeah. the German part. Like as I get older too, I see so much of my dad, and I look at myself and I feel like oh, I look so fucking German. <laughs> I look so German. Yeah, and there is something to me too about, and like I say, that was never that was never really celebrated. We we had Swedish stuff that we celebrated much more.
4: Yeah, because they do you were know just
3: why because there were more relatives that were sort of. I th- honestly, I think World War Two. Sure, the German the the yeah. German Americans are like mm, better keep sure, that kind of yeah. It mm-hmm. right. uh, and the Swedes, there's no reason to be ashamed of your fruit soup and your lutefisk <laughs> yeah. and your you know it's and
1: your so handicrafts funny because my like my dad's side. Like, I legit, I don't know what the actual, like, the ancestor, the, 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 where the whiteness of me comes from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm not gonna, I literally am like from the whitest people. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no uniqueness to it other than like, oh, I know on my mom's side, it's like, Scottish and Irish. That's it. You ever
3: gonna do the DNA thing?
1: No, because I don't want to give people my DNA. Oh, More see, people I than they already have, I'm and like that, I, I don't. Yeah. Sh- I, that's just why I'm not doing. it. I understand. Yeah, like, yeah. It's and I have nothing against the the Mormon Church, but it's like all owned by one thing, and that scares me. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it's all the Mormon, like mostly Mormon folks. I don't know if it's the church that's yeah. doing it. As an institution, but that's that's who owns like 23 and Me, and it's it's all like sort of Mormon. They love bookkeeping. That, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like I don't. Um, this is not a thing against the church. They're actually pretty like they're they're trying. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, not, do. they're yeah. not they're not they're not like they've kind of gotten lumped in with evangelicalism, especially within like LGBTQ issues. And I don't think there's some progressive thing either. I don't actually have an opinion. I'm just saying like I don't want any one thing to have. My, I get it. Yeah, uh, I don't more I don't. so than it already has. Because it definitely somebody's got my DNA somewhere. I
3: I tend to roll over on things like yeah, that. I or mean, like, or the it, or it is you know, like it is. people sounding the alarm about the you're, the physical owning physical media. You <laughs> know, like soon all those all those you know songs you paid for. Yeah, right. I'm like, well, God, it's like I got in, so much other shit to worry about. Did
1: you see the the newer Blade Runner twenty twenty nine or whatever? When it's like just a one second thing when they're like, we lost all this stuff. He's like going to research in the thing. Anyway, I really, I really love that movie, but that's another podcast. Um, My point was, oh, yeah, my dad's side, I've done the free amount, you know, on ancestry.com that you can do. And I used to have like a bit about it that I like hit the wall, but I went, it goes back pretty far and it's just straight up all West Virginia. Yeah. So like they've been here a long time, which. Probably isn't great, yeah. But I also don't know that it's awful, and I I just literally don't know. So the only thing I can do is be good today. But uh, my dad is just so like we're German, which is such a funny opposite version of what you're saying, yeah, and we're yeah. not yeah. because I've researched the etymology of the last name Butcher because it's a weird one, not that many people have it, and it's actually French. Oh it's really? Not it doesn't matter.
3: Makes sense. It, yeah, Boucher. Boucher. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: It doesn't have any any German roots in it. Doesn't mean I don't have German roots. It just means, like, I don't think as much as you want it to be because, like, eh, I don't really like how much you're gravitating towards that. Right. right. There's anything wrong with being German in 2019, but I know why you're saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I don't I disagree. But I'm gonna leave. Right. Have a good one. I love you for who you are. And I'm gonna go. Well I have I have always (laughs) not be like that. Yeah. I
3: I mean just to your mountain (laughs) dew to the best of my ability. To my mount your mountain dew point. I always was (laughs) to the point of Mountain Dew. Yes to your Mountain Dew point.
1: Um Uh, right,
3: I uh, meteorology. I I love I like German food. I always feel like schnitzel and all of that, you know, beef yeah. rouladen and stuff. I feel like it's like somehow like touching on my DNA. Yeah, and it's all me. It's all nonsense because when I I did the DNA thingy, yeah, and I'm mostly English.
0: Oh I'm wow, like, I'm yeah.
3: almost it, half English, f- and then Andy, just it's just a word. I know, I know. I know. Isn't that crazy?
1: I know. It's just a fucking word. I know,
3: I know. And all those people like to say like you're you know, they when you do those two, they're like Central Europe. Yeah, because Belgium, yeah. Dutch, yep. French, yeah. German, yeah, they all kind of you know, everybody yeah. kind of moved Swirling around. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So generally
1: um, Caucasian.
3: Yes, no, that's I that's I always say when people ask if I've done that. DNA thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Europe,
0: right? You yeah, because right. it's like,
3: yeah, I'm from Europe. Sure, I'm just, I'm white. I'm pretty <laughs> I'm fucking pretty white. white. Yeah. Start clean
0: with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean
2: You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobilecom network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at TMobile.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories.
0: Can't you tell
3: my loves are growing? So, um, we talk about, we know we're talking about a small town, and I imagine uh, it wasn't easy. You, you know, you you are a, a gender non-binary. Yeah. And uh, I bet that Thank was you, pretty Andy. fucking hard. Great
1: job. Yeah, I mean, it's a, like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I, you know, it's so funny. Somebody was saying to me last night, because I've recently posted on Instagram, like my mom had sent me some new photos that she found new photos that she found just want to make sure i, I enunciate that and uh <laughs> i think i saw some
3: they're like you as a darling little child yeah yes and
1: and i do appreciate you saying child right there because it's just it's funny right yeah. it's funny like somebody saw that and i i was having dinner at their house and they're like it's so wild because you were such a girly girl and i was like i know matt but i wasn't yeah like you see and he's like well i and i i wasn't um i didn't mean to use his name but it doesn't matter um it, way to I, go mad. I, I wasn't offended that he said that yeah I, I thought it was intriguing and interesting yeah and and how curious that it, and he's like well yeah I guess it was a photo I was like yeah exactly right it's like this in, in the photo is worth a thousand words like yeah. it creates a story in your mind of like oh well Rio was girly and now they're not yeah and it's like no I was always not and then sometimes, it's also like, it's just a haircut. And yeah. also I had- You don't had, get to choose your I haircut or what clothes you put on. And, and I wasn't in that moment, in that photo going, I hate my life, I hate my life. It's like, it's all on a continuum. Yeah. And this is again my experience. So I'm not trying to make a blanket statement for everybody, but like it's so much more general than that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, it did suck. And, but I don't know that it sucked more than if I lived in LA. Yeah. Because it, it, so many factors go into like who your parents are, yeah. who the people in your first class are, who your neighbors are, like all that stuff. Yeah. Who you are, your connection to yourself. It is all just like, Yahtzee dice, you know, like, who? I don't know. You know, it could have been so much worse. Yeah. It could have been so much better. I don't know. It just was the way that it was. And it got me sitting across the table from you. Yeah. And like, that's not to say that it wasn't hard. There are things, you know, when I was six, I went into, I like went camping with my dad to like a campgrounds and we were leaving and I had to go to the bathroom. So like he, he just had a heart. He didn't like ever escort me into a restroom. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't part of the thing. Um, and I, so I had to go in by myself pretty young and I went into the women's, you know, it was like one of those campground things. So it was just like a freestanding, the doors are on the opposite sides of each other. And I went in and there was a janitor in there and he was like, what do you think you're like so mad at me? And I was a child. So like an adult being mad at you is like
4: oh, yeah. really oh, a oh, lot of like, absolutely. hey, you're setting
1: some wrinkles in there. Yeah. And, like, it messed with me for a long time. I mean, it's taken me until, you know, very recently to fully let go of that. Yeah. That, like, I was in no control and, like, yeah, that was objectively, like, not a good way to react to a child. And also, let's really pull back, now that I'm an adult and not that six-year-old child, and go, that was a man. Yeah. Cleaning the women's restroom. (laughs) And so he believed because he had the authority to be in there. Yeah, which is a mop. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and also like then to then like do whatever it was he thought he needed to do with me to tell me what for is like, oh, that's just messed up. Yeah, you know, and it had nothing to do with me. Yeah, Rhea. no, it it had a lot to do with that guy. Yeah, and I've had that situation happen multiple. Like, go, I went into a restroom in like Texas, and uh, you know, there, the guy was behind the door, so I didn't even know it was. In there, and I went in, and he was like, "Hey!" And I turned around, I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Oh, oh, sorry, but you're a man in the bathroom. Like yeah, you should be right. going. Oh, I need to leave.
3: Yeah, that's actually Have you what had the, w- women
1: do that. Oh, women you? do that too. Yeah, yeah. It's just a slightly different situation. And a they're quote supposed to be in there. And these, but my whole thing is like. What does any of it mean then if there's oh, yeah. a man in the bathroom cleaning it? Right. You know, like who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want a shit. Yes, you know? But yes, um yes. <laughs> but I know people give a lot of shits and that's the problem. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I've I've felt very unsafe around women. Yeah. Because they, they feel unsafe and that creates like a thing and it's like I mean, it's tough. Yeah. Who am I? Who am I to say that I'm not a threat to them? I don't know, but but that's on them. It's not on me. Yeah. So the only thing I can do is just be in that bathroom, and like be as kind as I possibly can, which I know sounds like rolling over. Mm-hmm. But uh, what am I gonna do? We're in the bathroom. Yeah. It's actively happening. Yep. I can't. There's. You know. I go into Dodger Stadium. It's it's difficult. I don't know why. Really, I, I don't. Well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I wear. I'm, I you mean, wear it's a difficult
3: hat. because of what people say or look. Or yeah. Not it's difficult interior. You know, in, internally? But
1: internally, I have I've I've made a lot of progress internally in that I can't change it. Yeah. The only thing I can do is go in there and be kind. Yeah. That's literally all that yeah, I can yeah. do, and I don't hang my head anymore. I don't go in there in fear and in judgment, and I don't predict it. Yeah. You know? Um and that helps a lot because it it happens less. Yes. Because I'm not expecting it. Yeah. Which seems antithetical because it's like you need to be prepared it's like, no, my preparation is that I'm a good person. Yeah. You know, and like I I make mistakes all the time, but like I'm not I know I know that my primary purpose to go into this bathroom is to use the bathroom. Yeah. And so I am walking in with that knowledge that like I am going to be kind. I'll hold the door for somebody. I'll do this. I'll hand them paper if they don't, have, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. And like, so I just set an example of, of what could potentially move the the thing. Because yeah. if, if that person comes to me with anger threatening things or something, and it's like, they're not brandishing a knife and they're not doing this. It's like, I know that I can roll with that situation by just being like, I, this is the bathroom I'm supposed to use. Yeah. And like we can have a conversation, you know, or not or whatever. And I can't control what their response is going to be, but I can just treat their – because it's fear. Yeah. They have anxiety. They have fear, whatever. And the only thing I can do is be like, you don't have anything to be afraid of. Yeah. And again, I can't take it away. Yeah. But I can be like, this is not a scary thing. Yeah. Which seems like, oh, it's all on you. And it's like, it's all on everybody.
3: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, well, the whole notion of it, you know, the fact that and people, you know, everybody likes to bitch about every new thing that they have to deal with. And they yeah. and he love to complain about about making small gestures to make sure. life better for people that aren't them. Yeah. And 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 so there's part of me that's like. Why aren't we all going to the same fucking bathroom anyway?
1: Right. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. from a architectural standpoint. Right, and it's like,
3: and it's uh, and
1: like, come on, and it's and it creates a different kind of herd mentality. Yeah. But I mean, I could get into all the. But here's you were talking about people bitch about having to do something new. Here's the thing: is that. Many people who are up in arms about, quote, trans people wanting to use the bathroom have already used the bathroom with many trans people and they have no fucking idea. Yeah, yeah. Because what we're often what we're talking about is like it's when, when people are saying like transgender bathroom things, it's like that really is code for transgender people shouldn't exist. Yeah. When, when it's the conversation. Yeah. Because we're not actually talking about the reality of it. Yeah. Which is you don't know when it happens. Yeah. You literally don't. Yeah. Because you're in your own world and you're going to the bathroom and you don't care. Yeah. You really don't. And. Uh, Like we're talking often about – or at least when I'm saying you've already used the bathroom with a trans person, we're talking about people who pass for for cis people. We'll say that to be very specific in my language. And I am not necessarily like a passing person Mm -hmm. necessarily. Mm -hmm. When I go into the bathroom, I don't present as one or the other, and that's what's confusing for people and has been through my life. So we're kind of talking about – two slightly different but very related things. Yeah. Um, and I'm not the authority on either of them. Yeah. I just have my own experience. And so, like, that is the thing that people are uh, unwilling to realize, is that you've already had the experience and it was fine. Yeah. You're just trying to project fear and, you know, it's, there's a lot of agendas and a lot of money.
4: Yes. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: yeah. It's a
1: convenient talking point for a lot of people who want
3: to make more money. Yeah. You know? Um, well, and also, too, the reason that the separate – gendered bathrooms exist is because of male predation you know i think that's probably like the beginning of it is that women
1: i don't think it exists for because of that i think it exists because men want to use urinals and they don't want women around when they're using urinals
3: See, I think that it was meant to be like, like you can't trust men in a, in a, in a room where women are removing clothing.
1: There's nothing, but here's the thing. You know thing. What I
3: mean? From yeah. ages and ages ago when we started even gendering bathrooms, which sure. I don't even know is, I'm so sure somebody. I mean, we just somebody, pissed outside for no. a very, very long yeah, yeah, amount yeah. of time. You know, we but had piss pots in our, our rooms. It's interesting. Like when did we start having gendered bathrooms? I have no idea, yeah. but we separate gonna, by I'm gender. I'm going to Google that later. Yeah.
1: The moment people are born. Yeah. And oh, that's and, not and even it's true. It's one of
3: the first things. It's one of the first things. That I find myself when I look at someone, exactly. It's like, and and it, and it's the thing that makes you, you know, you walk through a crowd, man, woman, man, woman, and then there's the person that is non-binary, and you're like, whoa, like, because you're so used to just or categorizing, and yeah, you're, you're,
1: your your uh, perception of them, yes, yes, yeah, exactly. But it's it 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 yeah, sticks in right. your
3: in just your general flow. And of it's always been like
1: that because that is the experience that I have had, which perhaps was higher in number when I was in the Midwest because people – there's less of you. So the experience of you with other people is less. And I mean I had people harassing me when I was a kid and and mostly other teenagers. So it's like they are going to find something to say. But people – I cannot tell you the amount of times that people have said, "What are you?"
4: To yeah, me. yeah, which is yeah. like
1: that's it's, it's just a, it's a oh, horrific, it's, thing. yeah, what a shitty it's, thing to say. Yeah, a relatable thing. It's like it's they found found the thing that cuts right inside. Yeah. you know, and like yeah, what am I? I don't know. Yeah, but now I use that as like a mon- you know now it's like a freeing thing where I'm like, what am I? Yeah, I don't feel restricted by the things. You know. Yeah. Right. I don't right. Feel, right. And that too is why people when I say people like cis cisgender people. Are so afraid of it because it questions what gender truly is. Yeah. If you can say like, no, and to someone else, it seems a simple fix of changing clothes, which Mm -hmm. we all, I know that it is not that. Yeah. Like to, to have, uh, to be gender non-conforming gender, like non-binary, to be a transgender person is not that simple, Mm -hmm. but it also can be. and to make it that simple is scary for someone who has like in some ways maybe taken it for granted or it's been like the thing that they bang the drum about and that's femininity and masculinity yeah, it's yeah. not like both of those things can be very toxic yeah. and to have such a stranglehold on what it means is toxic for everybody yeah oh but absolutely but i can't make those people let it go any more than no. they than they're going to and like they might and they might not but i do know that like my experience of it of, like, wearing whatever clothes I like and having whatever haircut I like is, like, fun, you know? And I've had a lot of people tell me, like, well, what do you expect, you know? And, like, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know what I expect. Yeah. But my expectation now is to be treated, like, the only thing I can do is to treat someone the way that I want to be treated. Yeah. And do I nail that 100%? No. Yeah. But I to the best of my ability today. Yeah. 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 Because to, to act as though I haven't interacted with someone that was gender nonconforming in a way that wasn't shitty would be I, – I, I'm definitely not off the hook for that. Yeah. I couldn't tell you a specific
4: – Yeah, yeah. But
1: there's – I don't know what everyone's experience has been. Yeah. You know, every interaction, like somebody walks away from me and going like, that's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And I think, wow, I was really nice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like you, you just I, don't yeah. know. No, you never but, know. But you try to go to bed with your head on the pillow going like, I did the best I could.
3: Yeah, yeah and I, I,
1: I yeah i'm not in control of all just of this.
3: somebody on, on on twitter today there was a discussion about about uh it was mostly about car shopping and salesmen only speaking to the husband of a of a male female couple and and i and i have been and i've encountered that you know from especially in show business uh, as, you know, as going to to showbiz parties with my wife and having people just almost completely ignore her or, you know, she would talk to them. And I, I mean, I see it all the time. People her saying something and them responding and looking at me. And I, and there's part of me that I was like, have I done that? Oh shit! Have I yeah, done that? Probably, you know? and I probably I have. have. I know I, probably I have. have. Yeah, and I, I could tell you like, when. But yeah, but it's at least it's like it's programming. I'm going to think about it now. Yeah, you know a lot more. I mean, I always have been aware of it, and I've always, you know, it's always been uncomfortable. Sure. But it took. It also took somebody who was at the receiving end of that. Neglect or that being ignored to say, "Hey, this is happening," and right. I go, "Oh, die, yeah. okay, thank sure. you." Now I see, but now you know. You know. Yeah, but you now can't I know, know and try. until you know, right?
4: Yeah, right.
1: I mean, what's wild is I was recently in a guitar show. I was there with a friend. Who is a is a woman? I you know is a cisgender woman. Yeah. Um. And then I you know read as many things. It's what's funny is as soon as I was like, hey, I think I, I you know I'm non-binary. I go by these pronouns now. They then pronouns. So many more people interpreted me as like a cis woman, which is so funny. It's like I made a decision, and now you guys are like, you know, you're looking pretty. What's up lady? And I'm like you got it. This is wild. So Really, I, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so much more. maybe I'm hearing it more. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah, could be yeah. either one. But we went into a guitar shop, which is like such a it's an it's a it's a car dealership. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like so it's masculine dude, whatever. It's very doody, and yeah. I've gone in I've gone in in my life to that place and it's just like a wild. So I went in and I like have no expectations dude with a beard like just a guitar shop looking dude you know like you are into indie rock my my sir or whatever he comes over he's like hey let me know if you guys want to plug anything in just come get me i'll be right over there have a good one and i was like wow this is the greatest time to be alive yeah like yes things and and is is that moment like does that make everything that's bad not relevant no but it means that is Possible. Yeah. And I don't know that it would be possible 20 years ago Mm -hmm. to be the two people that we happen to be looking at guitars in that place and have that guy who he is have that interaction. Yep. That's amazing. It means that many things are possible.
3: Yeah. Or just going back, just that in the last however many years it's been, that it is increasingly more just standard issue that when you go to a restaurant or you go to – it's – all gender restrooms, yeah, like just that's like uh, what a you know what a hopeful thing, and
1: we already had them for so long too because restrooms that only have one toilet yeah, in them, right? We're already because like we only have this one bathroom, yeah. Just by sheer numbers yeah. alone, we have to let everybody into but this. It,
3: but it is, I mean, but at least there's this gesture of saying this will make people who in the in the past have. Been made to feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. not uncomfortable so much anymore. Sure, there won't be reasons for that guy to go, "Hey, you." But,
1: but I mean, I'll tell you this, Andy, I've still had that happen around Even in all around ones. a bathroom that says that because it doesn't change anything. Uh, that person is still standing there
4: having, yeah, it. yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, yes, I like I I agree. The gesture is there, but it's like, what if it's never going to not be there? I mean, the gesture will be there, but yes. what what if that thing? That's what I came to. Yeah. What if I'm never going to live a life where I can I can walk down any street and no one's going to bother me? Yeah, yeah. That is a sheer impossibility. Yeah. Because if, if they're not bothering me about my gender, they're going to bother me about something else because they are a person too. Yeah. And I probably just bothered somebody else. Yeah. So when I realized that that stuff all just goes into the same bucket. Yeah. It's not personal. Yeah. And I can't take it personal. And for me to take it personal is – just hurting me yeah and that person is just like somebody i was on my way here and i was on the phone talking to somebody um i had headphones in and i drive stick of course and (laughs) (laughs) i was i was a little like the tiniest bit not paying attention and i didn't somebody changed lanes so fast i don't know if they cut me off or not but it just gave me the feeling that oh this accident's happening and i could not get my foot on the brake fast enough but nothing happened yeah and I told the person, they were like, wow, I could tell how close that was, you know, just like whatever. And I didn't even end up hitting the brakes, but it was this close moment. And yeah. I, I I was like, wow. And I like talked it out to them. I wasn't super upset or anything, but my heart was like through my chest. And then I had this moment of like, I could catch up to them and be like, and give them like, not the finger, but like give them a the, what were you doing? Yeah. But then I realized they probably don't even know that they did that. Yeah. So what would the point of that be? Right. It would just be to make me feel better and I won't feel better. Yeah. So that thing is the same. It's just, it's just two human beings colliding in a moment that happens to suck for
4: one of them. Yeah.
1: But it also probably sucks for the other one too. Yeah. To like be living that way. So how can I better not live that way? Yeah. Cause the tighter I hold on to this stuff, the more it happens. Yeah. It's, I'm not making it happen, but I'm looking for it. Yeah. And when I stop looking for it, it, didn't happen as much. Yeah. You know, it's like the thing where I'm saying, because I caught myself and I said, as soon as I started identifying like non binary and th- they, them pronouns, people started calling me lady and woman more. Are they calling me that more or am I hearing it more? Yeah. Have I well, yeah, have I now opened myself up to my feminine so, spirit side, whatever it yeah. is, in, this, in accepting in myself that I don't really fit into either one because I can't really control it and I just kind of exist as the person I am? Have I now just opened up that world more than I ever have? Yeah. And I don't present any differently?
4: Yeah.
1: Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Because yeah. I don't reject it. It doesn't feel good to reject, like, being a woman or having been assigned female at birth or whatever. Like, I don't reject those things. I just don't cling to it either. Yeah. You know, I don't. And, like, I don't know. It's kind of fun when people call me sir now. Uh, You know, like, and obviously (laughs) there are dangerous situations. But sometimes if it's dangerous and somebody calls me that, I just. I just like nod my head and I get out of there. Yeah. But also, like my perception of danger has changed. I don't walk into every situation thinking that people are out to get me. Yeah. Which is hard. Yeah. Cause we're humans and we yeah, feel yeah. like everybody that's why we do that, like woman, man, woman, man. Cause it's like we're still like mammals. Yeah.
3: We're sorting out. We're trying the, to like who, who's gonna hurt
1: me? Yeah. Who's gonna hurt me? And which is was interesting when you asked me if women were threatening. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Women yeah, yeah. are dreading it's it's sometimes different, sometimes different. Yeah. But like yeah, they it's it, yeah, scary. Yeah. And I just feel like I got to get the hell out of there cuz I don't what, know what's going to happen.
3: When you how are your folks? Your your mom and dad? as you were growing up being non-binary, were they mm-hmm. accepting or are they not so accepting? Well, I mean, I
1: wasn't, uh, that wasn't the thing, the, the phrase, the term, <laughs> but yeah, you know no, I, I'm just, yeah. I'm just clarifying yeah. for, because it, it, it's part of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was considered a tomboy. Yeah. You know, if you had to have like a gender identification would, for yep. me, uh, that that's what that was. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I mean, my mom has been accepting of everything about me. The whole time, which is not always great because <laughs> it's this sort of like acceptance with no boundaries <laughs> yeah. that, that isn't always like the greatest thing. In like, what way? Uh, well, like I had no responsibilities and oh, I, you know, like I when see. I wasn't doing well in school, you know, it's like those kinds of, it's I gotcha, like I gotcha. you can accept that your child is doing this. But there's also stuff to yeah. be done. And no, like, it's I parenting. love her.
3: Parenting I, needs a little, you got to yeah. have some pushback I when I you're love parenting. her. I'm yeah. saying
1: all of this with love because like I, the, it's a lesson that I learned and I'm, I'm grateful for that. And like, I could have just used a little or whatever. I don't know what it is and I, I'm not resentful for it. Um, but then, you know, I, I like, it, I don't know that my, my dad didn't like it. Yeah. You know, he didn't like it, but he also liked it. Yeah. To his, he didn't realize that he liked it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of my life has been like, yeah, I'm, sh- he's literally told me because he, he doesn't realize he shouldn't. Is like, I don't know, maybe if I would have had a son and we would have gotten along better. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> but I'm also accepting of the fact that he's doing the best that he can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is why I would even talk about it openly on yeah. here. It's like, yeah, it's the best that he can. It's yeah. not, he's not doing it to make me feel bad. He's just, that's his experience.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He means it in a way that is, Maybe I could have done that he, better that if he you were different. That he being supportive. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And maybe I could have been a better out dad. Shitty, but and yeah. that's basically his way of saying, I don't know that I was a great dad. Yeah, know, it's like, yeah. that's what I can squeeze out of that. And yeah, that's that's it. But like, when he says that, I want to be like, but you had a son. You know, like, I am these, like, everything yeah. you like, I love. You got both. Right. Yeah. You did. And like, but he I can't see it. So yeah. it's, it's whatever. But you know, uh, I mean, it's it was the 80s and then the early 90s. And, like, there was a lot of, like, trying to get that out of there from either parents or teachers or other parents or whatever. And then my, you know, I kind of overcorrected to be like, I'm not gay. You know, like, I'm just this. And it's like, you know, all of that was very external. What? And it took a lot of time to unwind all of that. Yeah. Cause cause but cause it was I- protective, you know, and it got me where I am. And I to, to hold on to it and be re- mad about it. Uh, doesn't doesn't help me today. Yeah, you know
3: when you uh, in coming out were you, I I just am because yeah. and it's not my experience. Is there is there like a coming out as a gay woman first, or is there That's coming what out as my a non- story was yeah, or
1: is or and whatever
3: I mean, were, or were they kind of mixed together and it not was, at all. A, It was a no,
1: no, not mixed together at all. Yeah, um, and because I I like. My coming out story is years long. It's, yeah. it's not like a, because you got to think of the timeline, the region, the specificity of me, you know, all those things. Yeah. It's not like a blank. I didn't get all my friends t- together. It was, you know, it was, um, when I when I said the words, I think I'm gay or I'm gay, I don't really have a distinct memory of, of what it what I exactly said, I was 19. So mm-hmm. that was 2001. Yeah, wow. You know? Um, and I came out to somebody that was like a friend, you know? And then that person was like, Months later, like, you can't be gay. I'm in love with you. Mm. And I moved back here to be with you. And then I dated them for, like, three years. Oh, wow. And so that's, like, a whole thing that I'm, you know, still, like, working on. But my experience of realizing that I was truly... Like, I always knew, but you don't have words for it. I always knew I was slightly different and, like, whatever. You know, everybody's slightly different. We're all slightly yeah, different. No, you I, know? Yeah, no, yeah, um, no. And, like, I remember watching the puppy episode of Ellen and having, like, the physical... Respond Like, a lot of queer people um describe this sort of, like, it's just a full-body experience of, like, it just is energy that shoots through your body. It's not like some other world. It's just like, what? You know, yeah. like, seeing something or, like, the song Ring of Keys in Fun Home or whatever. Oh, it's yeah, like just yeah. seeing it, you experience it. It's, like, either long or short, you know? And I just remember being, like, this is something. This is something, yeah. you know? And then I, you know, didn't want it. Wanted it, didn't want it, whatever. And then came out at 19 because I, I was skateboarding one day and there was another girl skateboarding there. And there were never girls skateboarding where I was and at the time. And so it was a wild experience. I was always the only one. And this dude was there with her, but I also I knew him. I didn't know her. And he skated over to me and he goes, you see that? That's Jess. She thinks you're cute. And, it, and then he left. And I don't even know if that was true. Like yeah. looking back on it now, I'm like, was that even a real thing? I don't know. If he was pulling my leg, I'm grateful for it (laughs) because it was the first time that it went the other way. Yeah. Because I thought in my, like, isolation and, you know, lack of understanding and lack of, like, reflection, given the time and the region and blah, 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 all that shit, I thought there was something wrong with me Mm -hmm. because that's not what the dolls do. That's not what the cartoons do. That's not what my parents do, even though they're not together. Like, this isn't how it works. Yeah, This is weird that you – that this is weird that whatever this is that you're feeling no one it's not around so you so you're weird and also like when I was a kid I like kissed girls in like second grade in this way that was like very I had orchestrated all of it and then the like come down from that felt very like oh you that was bad what you did was bad whether people told me that or not I just had the feeling that it was bad uh and they didn't like it after it happened. like They were, they did it, but then afterwards they were like, I have to be away from that person. So I felt this like sort of, you know, scarlet letter about it. So then that person opened that back, that channel that like, oh, like women could like me. Yeah. I didn't know that was real. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, this is a real thing. And then telling that person that I ended up dating, which I could also look back at it and be like, oh, like, you know, people joke about like being, being bisexual as a gateway and it's like that's cruel i think Uh but also like oh i was just like i was just experiencing things and i did it out of guilt but also like it's okay yeah it's not everything's okay it got me to where i am yeah and then i came out to my mom at like 22 or 20 because i met somebody we started dating and i was like oh yeah this is it Uh, It was like when i was doing improv i liked it it was fun i was committed to it and then i started doing stand-up and i was like this is it so that's like kind of my like dating men because i I, that one experience was not great, but – um, and I did, I haven't dated, like, a ton of people in general in my history. But, like, I have a great relationship with the first guy that I – first person that I dated who happens to be, like, a cis man, you know? Yeah. We have a great relationship. I love yeah. him. Yeah. And I loved him then. Yeah. It was – I wasn't like, this is so terrible and uh, this is against me and everything, you know? It, yeah. it just
3: was. Well, and that also, too, there's – Because humans, we're just humans. Yeah. Yeah, It's like there's the possibility exists. It's all a continuum. Yeah. It's all, it all, yeah.
1: We're, I I say on stage often, like we're just like trees. We're like rings on everything that I've always been and everything I'll ever be. Yeah. Today. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. And for me, very freeing. Like identity is like a very cool, flexible thing to me. Not necessarily fluid. It's like, there are these things that sort of like molecules that are generally around each other and they all sort of make up this being. And then like the labeling that's like very external and somebody putting that on you is, is just very isolating and like not it's – just, it's just not kind, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like – I don't think somebody saying, oh, I, that person's a lesbian is like them being cruel because there's nothing wrong with that. But not being open to that person as a person. Yeah. You know that like yeah, that yeah, comes yeah. first, yeah. Um, which I've found to be like a thread in the queer community, which is why I like to identify more as like queer than yeah. anything else, because it's like whatever you think that is, I'm it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like whatever yeah. you, whatever's in your brain, that's what I am. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the yeah. non-binary thing was less for me coming out than it was real a realization. Yeah. Of something that I could be like, oh. Because I'd been sort of like, it's like, oh, I had to be one or the other. And in my life, that was what was always happening. And I had so much anger around it. And it was part of my process of letting go of the anger of people calling me sir and laughing at me. Because I realized, like, they're just laughing at their own fear. You know, like, it doesn't have anything to do with me. And also, I'm a comedian. I want people to laugh. Not like that. (laughs) Not like that.
3: Not like that laughter. But, like,
1: who cares? (laughs) You know, like, I mean, I'm sure there are people listening that they're like, it's important. And I'm like, I think it is. I yeah. think it is, but it's not so important that the anger from it takes up most of my life. And right. it
3: was. It is important. I carried
1: it around. It's
3: important, but it's also it's your life. Yeah. You got know, to, you got to, you know, and also it's getting older. Getting older,
1: yeah, right. I, 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 I'm not old, Andy. Everybody thinks I'm 15.
3: <laughs> that's the
1: harder, honestly. That's one of the harder ones. Is really? People treating you like a child, like on yeah, air- yeah. I, on airplanes, people treat me like I'm a like a child, a teenager. Yeah, yeah, it's not like I'll be like, excuse me, could I? And they're like, look at you, like Miss Smarty Pants. Like I'm like I'm 37 years old. <laughs> People are like, oh, you'll love that. And like it's not yeah. the way that you think. It's bubblegum
4: flavored. Yeah, yeah. Right. Here's
1: your fluoride popsicle.
4: <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> I have a degree. Yeah. No,
3: I think I think it if you don't if you don't get through the go through this life and let go of anger and let go of frustration, you know. Yeah. And just kind of be like, yeah, just the things that the things that matter to you when you're young. Just I have like I have conversations with people in their 30s about their frustrations that they're having with their parents. Yeah. And I'm 52 and I just and I don't say it often because it just sounds so condescending. But it's just like, just wait. Yeah. You'll get tired of this bullshit and you'll tell them. And that's the
1: time. Yeah. And you'll tell. Yeah. Yeah. You'll tell them.
3: I'm not putting up with this bullshit anymore, yeah. you know, or yeah, you, you won't and yeah. you continue to be stuck and fucking frustrated. Yeah,
1: but ultimately you know. the thing is like, do you want to keep fighting? Yeah. You know, and people are like, we have to fight this. And it's like, yes, but fighting doesn't always look like exhaustion. Right. You know, it's knowing. Right. It's intention. It's yeah. me walking into a bathroom knowing I'm supposed to be there. Yeah. Like we're all supposed to be here. Yep. And, and like, I'm just not walking in with a
4: fight.
3: Right. You know, well, it's and dropping it's, the fight with my parents. Exactly. It's it's the, both in the personal and in the non-personal, you are letting someone be themselves. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, okay, this sucks about you. This has been a friction point about you for a long time, but what am I going to do about it? I'm the only, I'm the only variable in this situation that I have any control over. (laughs) So, okay, you know, you're going to be that way. And I'm, if I'm going to continue to be in your life, I'm just going to have to go, okay, that's how you are. And then you just take that to the non-personal. It's all self-preservation. Absolutely. It's all making your life better because you just decide that's not going to matter to me yes. anymore because it's eating away at me. Yeah. yeah. And so. people
1: are people with a bunch of problems and and lives and histories that you will never understand. Yeah. And in that, you understand it. Because, yeah. like, what is my – are my – it was me living my life as though everyone is affecting me. Yeah. with And they don't have their own lives.
3: Which is kind of grandiose,
4: too. It's,
1: yeah. You know what it's I mean? very egotistical. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, wow, I don't have that much power. Yeah. You know? And like, yeah, you say, I'm not putting up with this bullshit anymore, and that's the last time you say it. Yeah. And then the bullshit comes back up again, and you you don't put up with it, but that is going, there it is again. Eh, yeah. So, I, okay. Yeah. You know? And then- you maybe realize like, oh, that's – the bullshit isn't that big. Yeah. It's just a tiny turd.
4: Right. <laughs> it's just like a
1: tiny Easy little turd. Easy to pass. Easy to pass.
3: Yeah.
1: You just let it flow through, you know?
3: Well, the second question of the three <laughs> questions, since we're talking about passing and, uh, you know, flowing. Sure, yeah. Um, is the where are you going? Where yeah. do you – I mean – I mean, here's – What is that – we we barely talked about comedy, which thank God, because it's yeah. one of my least favorite. I don't topics. really like
1: talking about it either. I have there's so I many. I like to find new ways of talking about yes. it where it's not it's talking about it without talking because like it's yeah it's not a it's not accessible and it's not very relatable. It's also
3: <laughs> it's also well, and I also find it too. To be a little bit like talking about being in love or talking sure, about yeah. sex or something. Yeah. It's like, no, that's, it's its own thing. You know, yeah. it's like a poem can't be a movie. And I don't <laughs> think, you know, like, like being in love, I don't want to talk about it because it's magical when it's just being right. in love. But when you talk about it, it's like... It's, it's like, like
1: why talking about dreams yeah, can like be des- so difficult. Describing like, dancing or no, something. it was a feeling. Yeah, it's a yeah. cognitive feeling. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but in terms of like where am I going I don't know and yeah. I love that yeah yeah like I for the first because I used to be like I don't know and now I'm like I don't know yeah which is a is a distinctly different feeling
3: do you think you'll get married again
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I am taking a break from talking about my personal life in that oh, way. Oh, you are okay. Yeah. Okay, so, that's
3: perfectly acceptable. I
1: appreciate. it. I mean, it, I'm Andy. fuming. Yeah, of course. I'm I can, so mad. Steam is coming out of ears. Oh,
3: this is, oh. That, that was my that was my big question. <laughs> no, it just occurred to me. I, I don't. No, know, I, I you know. appreciate
1: it. Um, but yeah, that's not. Uh, it's just not a thing. I'm yeah. I'm taking a break from that. I understand. Yeah, I understand. I appreciate no, I mean, that. I'm
3: going through a divorce right now, and yeah. I and I and I'm I often am torn between. A, there's a lot of other people involved, so I can't just look at it like, this is my healing and I need yeah. to say whatever I need to say. That's not true. No. You know, I mean. Like,
1: and you maybe need that, but not in a public form. Right. Although
3: sometimes know? I do feel like I, there was a point in the in the process where I felt like being a little bit public about being in pain and going through this sure, awful yeah. thing that like there needed to be some kind of public nature to it mm-hmm. uh, because I I did I don't know it was just an urge it was sure. like I need to do this Yeah, I need to say this I need to let people know like this fucking hurts you know this is awful uh I don't know what, the uh, – but I'm the same you know, way. I have yeah. to. It's a balance of I want to talk about it because it's something that's happening, and also like that's this podcast is to talk about things oh, like that. Yes, that's the sure. stuff I want to talk about.
1: Yeah, I and, guess I'm just. It, there are parts of my life, like oh, we and just I don't. Spent, I'm not. I'm,
3: just, I'm not trying to you're, convince you're you, you to open to. up. Yeah. yeah, you're
1: not. <laughs> okay. And I right. don't think you are. Yeah, I guess it's just like I'm learning new ways of. Because, like, everything we just talked about was very personal to me. Yeah. But that's a different part of my life. Right. You know, and these are just parts of my life. Yeah,
3: yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's, uh, sometimes, you know, I'm sure that I've, there, I, I mean, in fact, I know there's times, and especially in this process of the last year or so. Where there's things I've said that like uh, I was I'm like, nah, I shouldn't have done that. Sure. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have done that. But you don't know until but, you do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know it until you do it. And it's and now also, you get
1: to go, Oh, when it comes when something comes up like that, yeah. you maybe have a little more of a antenna that goes like, Oh, this is maybe something that maybe maybe I pause on this for a yeah, second. Yeah. And I consider whether I want to talk about it. Well and also it's which like Which is
3: what I'm learning. Oh no, I made a mistake. Yeah. Oh, oh you right. know,
1: <laughs> And you could, you could go, like, I made a mistake, or I'm grateful for the lesson. Yes. You know, like, yes. I'm grateful for the opportunity to do it differently yep. next time. Yeah. And, like, I might not do it to the way that I want to do it, yeah. but I'll, I'll do it a little bit differently than if I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Made that mistake. Right. What I perceive to be a mistake or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of work to do. And it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, really yeah. hard. Sure. And, like, I mean, we are having a conversation about comedy right now. Yeah. Because it's like, what do you – There's that phrase, truth in comedy, which I think has been taken a little too literally.
0: Mm -hmm. At least,
1: let's say this. I've taken it too literally. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, so what does that actually mean? Yeah. I don't know. So I'm going to find out. Mm. Because I just don't know that, like, for me, every single thing that's happening for me is what comedy is about. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Necessarily.
3: Well, do you have – I mean – is there – do you have any kind of idea of, like, where you want your – you're acting on a show. You yes. know You're uh, yeah, a I'm wonderful act- actor, too. And, Thank I mean, you. is that – do you want I'm to expand on
1: trouble. that more? I mean, I would love to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not in control of it, though. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> you know, like – I know. Yeah, and I – Believe I, me, I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I would love to do that. I mean, I would love to – I'm not in control of it, but I'm also, like, how do I – how do i how do i make more opportunity for growth in those in those areas and yeah. so that's like what i'm learning do you I like
3: mean, it as much as you like stand up i mean is there a comparison of acting i don't think acting? there's a comparison yeah. really
1: cuz like they're two different things and um you know like stand up is super one to one the ratio yeah. is like very one even though the characters i've been playing are pretty one to one but this one is it, it's good trouble on free form and it's a lot of fun and cuz i get to play like a villain
4: Oh, cool. And like,
1: I mean, like I said, I'm somebody's villain, you know, along the line. But uh, I don't I wasn't present necessarily in what I was doing when I was that villain for somebody. I don't know. But uh, the the villain that I get to be is like it's it's so different from like the way I live my life. It's been a lot of fun, yeah. you know, and the, the, the directors are really great. The crew's really great. It's been really fun to work on that show. I just I love being a part of a thing like that. Yeah. You know, I love to I love acting because you get to like. Watch everybody do their jobs. Yeah, you know? Oh, I know. <laughs> and Listen, like, I stand there and watch everybody do all this stuff and go, like, man, thank you for putting the tape on the ground. If, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like there's just so many pieces that go into it that you know, but you don't know. until yeah. you're standing there doing it. Well,
3: I I went to film school and I was when I got out of Columbia College in yeah. Chicago when I got out of school, I was or uh, I worked in film production, and it that was definitely informed because I also too. And that's where I started really acting Mm -hmm. was in film school because nobody knows any actors. And if you're in one person's student film and you do kind of well, you know, you, you look, you can at least sort of. Pass as an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the lights come up can in the use classroom, the actor's bathroom. After that, <laughs> as, as the lights <laughs> as the lights come up, people are like, "Would you be in my student <laughs> film next weekend?" Yeah. They so have I got, the camera on their shoulder. Yeah. Right. So I got a lot of acting experience in film school, and I want to be a film actor. I I like acting on stage just fine, but it's not what I set out to do. Right. And I still my my philosophy as a film actor is that I'm like. In the, I have one of the cushiest jobs on set, but I'm still a member of the crew. A hundred percent. And if and that the and I think that the people that don't appreciate that are kind of missing out on what's really beautiful really? about this yeah. business. Yeah,
1: absolutely. A hundred percent. I could not agree with you more. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're just missing out. They might yeah. be giving great performances. Yep. But, yeah, you're really – because, I, I mean, I've had some of the greatest conversations in my life, just, like, in the makeup chair, in the hair yeah. chair. You know, like, all that oh, shit. Oh, the, like,
3: the makeup trailer is the best
1: – It's so it's wonderful. It's the
3: dishiest place in the world. Yeah, yeah, and I've,
1: like, you know, talked about, like, spiritual like, all kinds of shit. Yeah. And, like, the 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 woman that did my – she did my makeup, and it's – all the makeup I've ever gotten has been wonderful. Let me yeah. say that. Every, uh-huh. every person is an artist. Um, but she puts some of the best makeup on my face. And because it, it, I will say, as the person that I happen to be, it is difficult to, because you're, you're talking about a subjective thing, no mm-hmm. matter what. People are good at putting makeup on, but it's a subjective idea of what natural is yes. to every single right. person. Yes. And so I've been crafting a what I tell people when I get makeup. For years, since uh-huh. I started getting makeup, which I didn't say anything. And that was, I literally looked like I was going to a quinceañera. Like, I had, like, <laughs> the biggest, and I was like, what is yeah. the? So uh. then I learned, like, oh, you got to tell people what yeah, you want. Yeah. And so then it's, I've just been crafting it. And I usually, what I typically say now is, like, whatever you would give a male actor, but I want it to be makeup. Because one time I said that whatever you would give a dude... And then they didn't do anything to my face. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's crazy that you put no makeup on men. That's wild. <laughs> but, yes, yes. Uh, But then I say like, you know, but I do need like some, some blending and like the bags under my eyes, you know, like I all that stuff and maybe fill in my eyebrows because they get lost on camera. Yeah. Um, and she gave me some really amazing makeup. And I told, I continue to tell her this. And her first job was raising Arizona. Wow. Because I was interested in, I was like, so what was like your first job? Or, like, when did you get into makeup and when, you know, when have you, but whatever. And so she was like, it was wild to get out of, like, s- school for this and have my first job be make everybody look filthy.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so she spent, like, her first jobs, like, just making people dirty. Yeah, which yeah. Which is so funny because you don't think about that as makeup.
3: Oh, yeah. But it
1: absolutely it, is. Oh,
3: it absolutely and it is. And also I
1: had some of the best hair. Like, I just posted a photo yesterday from, I think, the second shoot, or it might have been the first one. I can't remember. But um, some of the best hair. Because hair is also hard for people, like, I just, I have had a difficult time translating what my hair should look like right, to right.
4: people. What and what looks
3: like Rhea's hair. Yeah, yeah or, yeah. like, what
1: looks good. Because I was like, I want to differentiate this character. I don't want to just look like Rhea. I mean, yeah. I can't not. Yeah. But let's, like, make it look a little bit different. And, like, she did a great job. Yeah. It was, like, gr- it looks great.
4: <laughs>
1: that's I, nice yeah I kept it she that's gave helpful. me like a little bit of a haircut and stuff and it was yeah it was really great so I was like man I really love what you did with my hair
0: yeah
1: Um. and yeah like talking to like grips and all the like it's cool the shit that they do is like an amazing oh, I, and I, how else are you if you if you are an actor who wants to do those things it's important to pay attention
4: oh yeah yeah you know if nothing- you want to
1: direct the best thing to do is like not just watch the director yeah but watch the uh, cinematographer and what they do because yeah. that's the bit you know like and also like watch the director interact with that person yeah. to learn how to either do it or not do it
3: and there's also all different kinds of styles there's directors that want that are very camera focused and there's other ones where it's just like well that's your deal i'm yeah. going to tell the actors kind of what to do and yeah. i'm going to and then you there's know, directors that choices. are like
1: they won't tell you a single thing to i do. know and yeah. then you're like take after you're like do I need to do something different? Yeah, <laughs> but I yeah I mean I had a great experience on that once where like I didn't get any notes and I just trust I was like oh it's because I don't need to do anything different. Yeah, that's no oh, like, that's wow. always I'm, and that's me tooting my own horn. But goddamn it, I have a horn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do. I, there's no there was nothing in the the where and when and to whom I was born to that that was saying this person will be on a television show in 2019. So, yeah. like, I'm proud of that.
3: that. Absolutely. You know, that I, like, absolutely. showed up and did
1: my... Because I was having... Andy, I was having a hell of a day that day. Uh-huh. Like, I was in a bad way. Yeah. I was in a... I did not feel good. Yeah. And there was part of me that wanted to go to work and tell... and Not literally say, I felt it, but, like, show everybody how awful I felt. And and that is the person who's missing out on their life. Yeah. Because I was like, that doesn't mean that these feelings aren't real. They just don't get to come to work with you. Right.
3: right. They're
1: in the car. They're, they're, not, they're, they're not anybody else's they're problem. They're baking in the Santa Clarita sun in your <laughs> 2001 Volkswagen Jetta wagon. And yeah. then when you get back in the car, you can, you can bake with them, man. Yep. Yep. But they are not going in the trailer, yep. and they're not going to lunch with you. I, my, phrase,
3: <laughs> my phrase for that is uh, don't let your bucket slosh on other people. Yeah. Keep it in your bucket. Keep it in your bucket, yeah. man. Well, do you? I imagine do – you, do you find – And this is getting into the third question of what have you learned? Do you find yourself – do people seek you out for advice, like young people especially?
1: Uh, You mean – well, I I think I know what you mean because generally – yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like via the internet. I have a podcast called Three Swings, which is like a life and baseball podcast and I tried have... right. it,
3: forgot to say baseball podcast. Oh, Yeah, that's
1: yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually sometimes I'm stoked to be free from the baseball part of it because it's like, man, I really went hard at that and now that's like I feel like I'm Mr. Met sometimes when <laughs> I show up to a thing. It's like a human baseball. Yeah. But um <clears throat> uh and I have this uh thing called rosinbag, which is people sending in questions. And the first day people sent me advice questions and I like kind of like it it tickled me. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with baseball. And I was like, let's do baseball. And ever since then, I've been like, man, I really wish I wouldn't have said that. Right. Because I actually like it. I don't think I know anything more than anybody else. And I keep asking people to send me advice questions and they don't. You know, you know something
3: more than some people. You just yeah, do. And you there, do. But yeah, there's, yeah. you
1: know something more than I do, and I can learn something from you. Like, for we the, can all learn. Absolutely. I just haven't had yeah. a platform, yeah. and I'd be happy to use it to try to understand more. Yeah. Because somebody asking me for advice is me learning more. Yeah. It's not me telling – and that's a lesson that I have to learn every time I open my stupid mouth. Mm-hmm. Because I want to have the answer. Yeah. I'm a person who wants to have the answer – For so many reasons because I'm a human being and also like I grew up around grandparents and older people and like having the answer at four or five or six was precocious and it made them laugh. Yeah. And so then I wanted to have the answer. And sometimes it's the answer and sometimes it's a joke. Yeah. Sometimes that's great and sometimes it's awful and it's hurtful. Yeah. People feel like I'm not – you're not listening to me. And that, you know, and then you go like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For me to just have an answer instead of go like, I hear what you're saying or – say that without saying it and just mm-hmm. like let somebody have their feeling and their experience. That's something you have to learn every day. But if somebody wants to ask me a question on my podcast, I would love to try to get at it, not have the answer, but like get at it and yeah. say like, this has been my experience. I forget what opened this up originally. Oh, do people ask you for advice? Um, yeah. And I mean, I've learned how to give it and I keep learning how to give it by asking other people for advice. Yeah. And not just people that I, that are close or that I trust or that I think have the answer. Like actually asking people that I'm like, I don't know you at all. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Yeah. And oftentimes they are the people with the most knowledge. Yeah. Because they because of it, blah, 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 blah. because I'm being vulnerable and I'm taking a chance and I'm opening myself up. Yeah. To the world, not yep. just another person, but to the world. Because I've also found when I only want to... Help people that I know or that I feel like love me or that or I, I'm close to, whatever it is, whatever the matrix of that, that are my in in yeah. my interior, or that life. are
3: sim- you know, like you,
1: yeah, not just that, not like you in that
3: they that they uh have affection for sure. you, but that they are similar to yes. you, yeah,
1: that's not like that's n- not the only way, yeah, to only do that is is to live a very myopic life, you know? And that's not, it's not a judgment. It's just like, for me, I realized how much I was closing myself off from the world by that. And then once you open yourself up to, like, helping people that you don't know, that you might not never know, you know? Like, all this stuff is like, it really opens up your experience. And then you're able to, give advice or suggestions to other people because you've had such a different experience because it's not only tiptoeing through where you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it teaches you that you can be comfortable, you know? Um, I'm going to say something that's like very uh, whatever, but like, you know, the the like uh, sort of conservative, far right, whatever you want to say, like there are no safe spaces. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. Yeah. I mean, the, the problem with that is it's 100% true. Yeah. And we all know that like you can't, like a plane could fall out of the sky on us right now, mm-hmm. you know, and th- that seems like highly rhetorical and like so fantastical, but it's also true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the only safe space you can have is the inside of you, you know. That's it. And yeah. then, and then you put that out into the world, and you try to make places, which can also be people or a relationship or whatever, um. Then you try to make them a little more safer. Yeah, as safe as they could be. But nothing can ever be, which all of this is how I'm able to like just walk through the world with a lot less of that stuff, you know, because like I just know that I cannot stop the world from saying the things they want to say to me. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, like in comedy, we're always like kind of talking about, well, this comic is saying this and they shouldn't be saying this. And like that might be objectively true. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I only care about what I say. Yeah. That's all I have, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, that's the only variable I have control over. Yeah. And I, I, I think if you want to get into com, if, if we want to touch on comedy at all, one thing I do know is that I'm not going to spend my time telling other people what they can and can't say. Yeah. Because I don't like it when people say that to me. Oh, I hate it. I and hate I know it. that there are things that I need to learn to not do. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean, like, I'm going to say what I want on it. It's like, I just, I don't have control. So you lead by example mm-hmm. as opposed to, like. Because I'm, I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about a person. Yeah, that's not anything. Yeah, they're not talking about me.
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you
3: know this. This is uh, this has been really great, and I I appreciate
1: uh, the conversation a lot. Oh, Andy. oh, thank
3: you. I'm glad because I preach. What you know, you uh, and I've always loved this about you. Just how open you are. You're a very open, revelatory person, oh, that's and a you're theory. not you're not afraid to. You know, it's, I think it's weird to say you're brave because it's like you're not rushing into a fire, but you are, but you aren't afraid. You aren't afraid to say, this is who you are. Yeah. This is how you feel. I
1: mean, I feel the same way about you, Andrew. Well, thank you.
3: Uh, But, but, but you present you, and that is, that is not always. an easy thing to do. No. And uh, and and I, for one, uh, thank you for it.
1: Well, I thank you for doing the same thing. Well, thank you. you know? Thank you. And I do want to say there was a time on, on Twitter where he said something about you hoped um, like kids wouldn't always have to come out or something like that. Yeah. To that effect. And I responded to it. And my intentions were always, you know, whatever. I can say that they're always good. But I do think I maybe was in my – I still had – some tight fists around that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that I appreciate your searching, the seeking that you do
4: yeah. publicly, Thank like you, you were talking
1: about. I I appreciate that.
3: Thank
4: you.
1: And and I wish that I would have opened a dialogue in a maybe softer and kinder way. Okay. So I appreciate us still having that opportunity to have a dialogue. Excellent. You know, in, in, in my harshness or sharpness or whatever. So I, I appreciate you remaining open to me after
3: I did that. I, ha- I, I have no hard feelings about that. That was a while ago too. It so. was a while Ago. Yeah,
1: you know, and so. it's not anything that I've been, um, it, it, it's up there. Yeah. Now it's not up there. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, yeah, it's like, let's, Hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. Uh, cause I was like, Oh, this is a great opportunity to be, you know, open and vulnerable and say like, yeah, I don't like the way I did that. Yeah. There's a better way to do it. Great. But I couldn't have learned how to do it without doing it that time. So I appreciate you being like a kind, friendly place for me to make that, to like learn that.
3: Happy to do it.
1: Cause I've been softer to other people. Oh, good. And then I was like, "I'll be softer now." That's <laughs> <laughs> so. I hope I've shown up softer to you. But you've all those things that you that you were so uh, kind in just saying about me, you've had a pardon by that oh, by, by not being like, "Well, fuck that." And uh, maybe you did. I don't know. But you didn't, you know, throw me out with the bathwater and no. go, "Well, that was shitty." Or no, no, no. And no. I don't even know how much it affected you. But I I don't like the way. I, I didn't in retrospect, I didn't like the way that I showed up in that conversation. And well, so I've made those adjustments in my
3: life. I it's continue to. You're here. I'm I clear. like talking to you. You're yeah. so
1: used to it. I, and it's I, nice. I like talking to you. So <laughs>
3: so I mean, obviously it didn't uh you know, yeah. it didn't hurt that much. Right. So
1: Yeah. But I appreciate you, Andy.
3: I appreciate you too. And I appreciate you listeners <laughs> for tuning in uh to another episode of the Three Questions. And uh, we'll have more for you next week. Thank you.
2: Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.